everyone, and welcome to the Heart Peace Podcast, your holistic relationship talk show for gamers. I'm your host, Master Wife. And I am Master Joe. And this is episode number 19, and we're going to be talking about stress today. Yes. And gamers. Stress. How we handle stress. And then stress and things and Metal Gear. Uh, we've also got our good friend Run Ashley Run helping us out today. Hey, yo. <laughs> hey, hey, yo. As she moves closer to the mic uh she and she and master wife are sharing the mic today so yeah sharing is caring we may there may be some interesting bits uh happening there and we missed you guys last week uh we were stressed <laughs> to put it simply had a lot of stuff going on isn't that right master wife yep you uh you've it's been doing life yeah the, the life game hit us in the face last week and um yeah sorry about that everyone but we're back now and we're slightly less stressed, but still not enough to not talk about it. So we figured this would be a fitting uh, episode. Master Wife has been doing the PhD grind. You got a big presentation tomorrow. Yep. Actually, you guys will be hearing this. She'll be in her presentation. It's going to be good. <laughs> would you like to share more about that presentation? Uh, <laughs> I? I mean, you guys, when we talk about stress today, which is going to be about my, well, the topic of my presentation. So you'll be hearing about it a little later in this episode, actually. Oh, oh that's what we're going to do. Okay, cool. Well, I guess for right now, then, we should go ahead and get to the major heart, heart, heart piece of the week. Week, week, the week, week, week. Mess with the best. That was good, right? <laughs> yeah. I was trying something a little, I was going for a little urban, like little urban feel Compton. today. Straight out of, <laughs> straight out of hot piece. Okay, from Compton. Straight out of, straight out of Compton. Go with it. Oh God! All right. Uh, I know you went first last, well, two weeks ago, and we were talking with Doctor Biscuits. If you haven't heard that episode, by the way, go check it out. Those smart lady, smart, smart episodes. Uh, My major heart piece of the week this week: we had a company lunch at work at PF Chang's, which was a, uh, uh, that's kind of like a. Asian? Yeah, Asian. I was gonna say it's like a Chinese restaurant, like a high, finer dining Chinese restaurant. It's, yeah, mainly Chinese. Yeah, they have you know a whole bunch. Of, they have these sweet and sour chicken, uh, orange chicken, stuff like that, Mongolian beef. Uh, but they also have like lettuce wraps and you know pork dumplings and some like really good stuff. Dessert wontons, like it's higher Terrible. scale Chinese food, I guess. Um, in case you guys haven't been to PF Chang's, but just think about that. But yeah, we went there for company lunch. The company paid for it, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, we you know we hired two new folks. So we took them to PF Chang's you know, to say welcome, and I thought that was awesome because, well, we don't we haven't really done that before. We didn't go on company lunch when I was hired, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know it was cool when when uh, the new folks came in and we all got a chance to go do that and just hang out outside of work. And then later that day, this was on Friday last Friday, we uh, I went because the PF Chang's is right next to my house, uh, so I went and grabbed the Wii U and took it back to the office, and then we all just played Mario Kart Eight for like the rest of the day. Uh, so that was a lot of fun too. Mario Kart in the office, yo. Vidge games on the jab. A lot of good fun. So that was my major heart piece of the week. What have you got, ladies? Well, what you, you got guys, in the purse? Um, I have been really working hard um, during my studies, and every year we actually go to this like science conference, and we're um, starting to make like different like programs that go along with that conference. And my program actually got accepted, so I was like, woo! Yay! But yeah. you know, I have to work with a bunch of people, the speakers that are going to be speaking in my program. And I told them the other day, 
you know, that we got accepted and they were excited and they thanked me for involving them in my program. So that made me really happy and feel special about that. Oh, well, that's so nice. Yeah. No, you're really excited that program got accepted. So kudos to you, lady. That's that's awesome. And bringing bringing closings out here, we got to run, actually run. What, what you got? What you got, lady? All right. What's in the purse? Well, what's in my satchel? What's in the satchel? So I have a kid that I'm working with, and one of the issues that we're working and you're on. you're a social worker, right? What kind of work do you do? I am a social worker. And Wait, does that mean like you you work on like social media or like <laughs> no? You do things with the Twitter face. Graham? I particularly I do or specifically I do intensive in home. Ah. ah, so I go into the home and I do intensive therapy with the family. So it's child and family work basically. Fancy that. So this particular family, I work with the kid, and unfortunately for the kid who is actually super creative into a lot of. Uh, technology and doing a lot of work with his hands he takes apart computers and puts them back together Mm. and he can do a lot of little origami tricks with small pieces of paper but no one has ever told this kid how talented he was oh and so while we were getting to know each other as we were sitting at the table and he was telling me about all of these concerns he was having you know he was kind of concerned saying when i'm at school people tell me that i'm never gonna be any better and he never hears from anyone how well he's how well he does anything really mm-hmm. so at towards the end of our conversation i noticed that he made a crane out of like a teeny piece of paper he found on the table and i was like wow like i was super excited i'm like and i've never seen anybody make a crane before like so an origami like, crane yeah so i'm like legit excited i'm like oh my gosh i've never seen anyone do that before and like you could kind of see him just like i've never seen someone say like i've never he's Never saw anyone get excited about his work. <laughs> and so he gave me the crane. And so I I have the crane on my dashboard of my car. And it's like on a little sticky thing so it doesn't fall off. So I have it with me as a reminder. Like no one ever told this kid how talented he was until like that day. And it's so crazy because he's like crazy talented. Like he's going to get a scholarship somewhere. That is awesome. You're going to get a scholarship building cranes. Origami scholarship. Well, okay. Well, and, and also the, either that or he well, he has a couple of talents, but he also takes computers and, and electronics apart and can put them back together. Like, I can't do that. Origami. Origami. Metal gear. Metal gear. Anywhere Creativity. Poem. He's like a renaissance man in a little kid body. Renaissance man. He's a renaissance kid. Body child scholarship. Yeah. Go any school you want with that scholarship. Yeah. Sponsored by Heart Peace Podcast. Sponsored by the. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold the phone. I don't. I don't think the city <laughs> understands what that means. Uh, um, well, <laughs> if you wanna. Oh gosh. Hey. Well, that's, that's a future idea, maybe. Yeah. About that. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Yay for major heart piece of the week. Make sure you're looking out for those <laughs> things uh, during your week. Add a little extra life to other people and you know sponsor them if you can and whatnot <laughs> and, and and you know what sometimes even if it's not financially it could just be through words hey there you go we will we will sponsor hey listen all you listeners we we all sponsor you in in feel goods and spirit you can do it yes we have you can look hey you you can do it <laughs> hey you 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 right there hey you with the ears don't even worry about what he said you got it all right (laughs) word hey well today we're going to be talking about stress 
uh, like like we mentioned at the top of our program, there's all kinds of different kinds of stress, guys. And, and like we said, we, we were so stressed out last week that we actually didn't even get around to doing an episode at all. So we were, we're here somewhat less stressed this week, and we're Reggie's. But we wanted to talk about stress, just because it was fitting in our lives in this time, in this world. Uh, so first we're going to talk about the kinds of stress. We've got two... Uh, branches of stress. There's, you know, a bunch of different ways we can go with it. But the top two level things that it branches off from, you, you have eustress, which is designed at, or defined as the beneficial stress, um, mm-hmm. like the stress to uh, better yourself, like working out, or, you know, those types of things. Or marriage, potentially. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the stress of managing your relationships, you know, to make them good and all those types of things. Or getting a raise at a job. Yeah, performance and, and stuff. Yeah, sometimes. And then you have, well, a good segue, we have distress. Uh, this is usually what people associate with when they just say the word stress. They're generally talking about distress. These are all the things that are negative stress. They make you feel bad and they affect your body in negative ways and ways you almost don't even know. It's very covert sometimes. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and break down those two things. Girls, what do you got? Uh, you stress versus distress. Uh, we'll start with Run Ashley Run. Mm. Or we'll start <laughs> with Master Wife. I had a brain fart. I'm coming back. I'm I was looking back. at you because you were looking like you, you were looking like you were Reggie. <laughs> I'm buffering. I called on you. You know, I called on you. Yeah, I Master Joe I was, always does. That, I wasn't that right. kid in class. <laughs> I was never that kid in class. <laughs> no. That, Don't that call on me. me. Don't look the teacher directly in the eyes. I answer, just not right away. Okay, I got you. I got you. So, so, all right. What do we got? We got coming to the mic back again. <laughs> Yo, Master sure. Wife. Yes. Run, Ashley, run. Well... We're tag teaming. We got this. <laughs> tag team. Tag team in. You can do this, Cassinia. You got this. This is the tag team WWE like, stress. This is good stress, I guess. This good stress. Good. Um, the stress so, of who's going to go first. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's different types of stress actually above you stress and distress. There's psychological and physical stress. Psychological is kind of like fear or any type of stress that has internal or external effects. And... You stress being the good stress, like as Ashley and I, we actually have some type of good stress when we're exercising. We love to run and, you know, do things that will alleviate any type of like stress that may be occurring. Gotcha. Sounds good. And then there's distress where it has negative impact on your body, as Master Joe already said. And that is when you have some type of conflict or injury, injury, tragedy, or some type of like excessive job demands, those types of stress. And sometimes we can bring those stress on ourselves as well when we have these internal conflicts, such as uh, like procrastination or like your fears may cause stress like me having fear on my presentation that i'm gonna give tomorrow in front of everyone may cause some type of she doesn't have it (laughs) (laughs) not right now but we'll see tomorrow or today when you're listening it will be today yeah you can't tell right now but she gave us all a little stern look in it it was pretty stern i'm not quite sure why it was pretty stern um, I'm going to piggyback off of Decenia a little bit and talk about some characteristics from eustress. Um, I'm going to put this in a form of running. I, I like to use examples. It, it's easier for me. I was that one in class too. Mm. So eustress is primarily short term. Um, 
it's not until you get into de-stress where it can be short term or long term. Hmm. But eustress is perceived as within your coping abilities. So like we use running as our coping mechanism. Joseph, what do you use as your coping mechanism? Gaming is probably one of my biggest coping mechanisms. Number one. But besides that, you know, there's there's hobbies. There's, uh, you know, doing YouTube videos, things like that. Shooting vines. And those count. Doing perlers. Just yeah. got into doing that. Nice. Pretty fun. Pretty I've therapy. I was really stressed out, actually. <clears throat> and uh, I started working on some perlers that I'm going to be sending off uh to some folks and i finished the whole thing in in like no time it's like wow how did when when did this happen because it was kind of a lot and by the end of it i felt a whole lot better yeah and you know you stress when it's good stress um it can actually improve your performance so sometimes when you're like oh i'm so stressed like you're or you're like in a competitive environment like smash bros or something sometimes the stress can work in your favor where it makes you play better because you want to perform. Versus, I can attest to that. Yep. Like distress, stress can make you over, feel overwhelmed and sometimes it makes you mess up or make simple mistakes that you thought you wouldn't have made when that stress wasn't there. So that's one of the, sometimes good stress can be bad stress. Some of our listeners are in college and, and otherwise in the working force. And one thing I can tell you is we like to procrastinate. Isn't that true? Oh. Uh, and why do we do that? Well, some of that has to do with stress. Um, if you're in graphic design like I am, a lot of times you'll procrastinate on projects because you work better and you get your most creative ideas when you're literally under the gun. Uh, we're trying to work to finish a deadline and you got to get it done. Uh, there's a sense of urgency that kind of kicks in and makes you more creative than you usually would be. So sometimes procrastination can even be a good form of you stress. This is true. I didn't think about that. Yeah, and sometimes it can be bad because <laughs> you're already stressed well. and you're procrastinating, so you're making the situation worse, making you more stressed. Yeah, and I can see you can you can get in too deep. Yeah, and I can see procrastination as a type of escapism, which we're going to talk about later through video games. How we can use those um, as a way to like escape from different stressful things. Mm. And usually, you procrastinate because you want that. Uh, that immediate award than what you would get after you have to go through the or handle the stress. Right. So. Right. Exactly. So talking a little bit about the science behind stress. The or, science <laughs> behind stress. Yes. So this is mine. <laughs> <laughs> so you can have like psychological, as I said, like fear during a presentation or a public speaking, which is like one of the, I guess, most common fears that in America and across the world, you know, fears. But you can also have type some type of physical, like, fear, like running from a bear. So what generally happens when you're running from a bear? Your body recognizes... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because I'm I haven't sorry. ran from a I'm, bear. I'm sorry. You said running from a bear. <laughs> I mean, and, that's the most common thing. Well, I would have to agree. I would be pretty stressed out if I was but, running from a bear. So that's, like, the, the, the most commonly used examples for yes. fight and flight right. is... Running away from a bear. Is and it is it bear specifically? Yeah. Well, I mean, bears are pretty scary. Figuratively, yes. Literally, I hope not. <laughs> but yeah, that that's like the most commonly used <laughs> example is is a bear for for the flight or flight sense. Some friends of ours just got married, so I got to plug this for them, guys. Oh. What what about these bears? Oh, just oh look the bears. at these bears. <laughs> look at the bears. Saw bears. Okay, but, um, sorry. There's another example where. Um, a car is like stuck on someone you love or something and you like have this 
you gain this mega strength where you can actually pick up the car. I've heard about and these. And they say yeah. it's because of stress, that fight or flight response. And what it is, when you your body like recognizes that stress, stressful event that is occurring, physical or psychological, and it'll like stimulate different regions in your brain, like stress regions. And you should that- see the hand signals that are <laughs> happening right now. Master Wife was all over squeezing her metaphorical uh, brain <laughs> just now. Yeah, and like... You know, stimulation of the brain results in this adrenal gland, which releases these stress hormones that are used in this fight or flight response. And, you cortisol. Know, yes, cortisol or epinephrine, norepinephrine. And these stress hormones will actually increase your blood sugar or glucose in your body to send energy to certain tissues. So, so you your can brain perform. or your muscle. Yes. Yeah, so you can run away from like that bear or pick up that car. So that's that just a bear. Let me tell you, he's a troublemaker. <laughs> yes. That bear. So those are a little, that's a little bit science behind the stress. Cortisone. Isn't is cortisone the stuff that they put Cortical in? Steroid. Oh, cortisol. Okay. Cortisol. Oh, cortisol. Cortical steroid is yeah. in rodents. Okay. I work with rodents, but yeah. yeah. Science. Science. Science and things. Science. <laughs> It's our answer to everything. Basic science. science. So, so that's how effect or how how stress affects us in our own kind of yes, in our kind of way. Okay. And depending on how we cope with it, which video gamers we cope with it by playing different video games. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use those type of, I guess, outlets in different ways to handle that stress because different people will have different coping mechanisms for those different types of stress. Mm-hmm. Well, before we get into that, what about how our stress can affect others then? For instance, uh, we didn't get around to doing our podcast last time because we were so stressed out that we didn't plan an episode and then came time for doing it. We're like, oh, (laughs) oh, well, you know, so it's like stress is almost like the dark side of the force to a Jedi, right? Like it just clouds your perception. It kind of puts you in like a little, like a figurative bubble just around yourself and the things that you're dealing with. And other people may want to interact with fewer things. You may be short with them. You may ignore them completely. You may just kind of decrease your interaction with other people because you're stressed out. So how does that, like all those types of things that happen because of stress, what about those, um, what about that side of the equation? Hmm. Or have you all noticed some things in your own lives where you've been stressed and you've kind of acted in a certain way differently than you normally would if you weren't that stressed? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, um, procrastination is my one thing. I mean, sometimes... Well, yeah, because you're normally on the ball. Like, you're normally uh, pretty planned out. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, you see. <laughs> I mean, when you're getting your, like, in school and your PhD and you have so many people <clears throat> looking towards your success and... You become sometimes overwhelmed to perform, and sometimes uh, when I'm going through this process, I tend to want to not to deal with those things. And so this is really bad. Don't do this. <laughs> Don't do this at home. But <laughs> so I'm the type of procrastinator. When if you were just able to get it done and out of the way, it would like I guess bring less stress. And sometimes when you're under a lot of stress, you don't want to like talk to people or about your situations or your stressful situations that you're going to. And sometimes that can be kind of bad because you're not getting your emotions out and you're kind of keeping those internally and not really dealing with them. So sometimes when you're, it depends on how people handle it though. Hmm. And I'm going to use mine in terms of a a more personal thing as well. So what adds on stress for me is what I call in my field, a thinking mistake. 
which is catastrophizing. And so what I may do is if I'm under, if I have a presentation and say, say I, I'm going to take, I'm going to do this Aeneas presentation. I'm going to use yours as an example. Okay. And so I go ahead and I do the presentation and I feel okay about it. I think I did okay. And after the presentation is done, Desenia comes up to me and says, can we talk after this? You know, just a little bit about the presentation. Hmm. And immediately my mind goes to, oh my gosh, she's going to tell me how bad I sucked at this presentation. Oh, oh yeah. And so that brings on more. And so catastrophizing is, it's almost like not mind reading, but. Uh, like just always assuming the worst outcome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and whatever it may be. Oh, my gosh. What does she have to say to me? Oh, I bet she's going to tell me that I did horrible on this. And that, you guys, is an example of internal stresses put on yourself. <laughs> Brought to you by the Hot Peace Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> More tonight at 10. But we have to realize that different people have different ways of coping with stress. And so we can't put our like way of handling that type of stress on others. We can only try to help them and motivate them to go past that stress. But sometimes some people just want to be alone. They don't want to talk. They want to handle it, you know, themselves, just like Master Joe. And I have to realize that he's okay for being alone. And then he'll come back to his senses. <laughs> <laughs> well, okie doke. Oh, I, I wasn't, I didn't know we were going there with it. All right. Okay. Hey. Okay, we we did it. When he comes to his senses. We did it. <laughs> Jeez. Cool. All right. Point master wife. So uh that's that's yeah, that's the wife good. always wins. The wife you know what guys? Listen. It's not a competition. Okay. But the wife always wins. Yes. It's true. There is no competition. <laughs> I mean it's... Why you gotta be like that? <laughs> I'm just saying, you got it. You got it already. You got it. Okay, so yeah, and and you know, I'm gonna add to the whole conversation of you know how stress affects others with with this bit. Um, I notice about myself when I'm stressed out, I only have enough resources in my own head to deal with whatever the thing is that I'm dealing with. Uh, case in point being, if I'm stressed about, let's say, I don't know, uh, what needs to be made for you know dinner or where i'm gonna go for lunch if i'm stressed out about that i can only handle thinking about where i go for lunch a lot of that is in part because i'm a guy the way that we think is very singular you know it's like we have one antenna that points out of our brain and it can take in one signal at a time you know from any given place and once we deal with that we take that one thing and we put it over here and then we can deal with another thing uh, so I can't deal with multiple things when I'm stressed out. So that's bad because as an adult, I kind of need to be aware about a whole bunch of different things. So if I'm stressed and you know, I have something going on and Master Wife says, Hey, did you remember to take trash out? And I'm like, no, I didn't, <laughs> you know, it's well, because I was stressed out. So, you know, it even kind of affects the day-to-day aspects of the things you're doing. You may forget to pay a bill because you were stressed out about another thing, or you may forget to do your homework because you were stressed about the other homework you were doing. Uh, and then, you know, so on and so forth throughout your relationships. Maybe you're stressed out with something with your girlfriend or your boyfriend. So like when your other friends come and try to talk to you or take you out someplace, you may be like, nah, man, I don't feel like doing anything, eh, you know, or whatever. And it's kind of like, uh, you know, people have no idea what's going on in your head. They only see what they can see on the outside. So you have to be aware of those types of things as well when you're dealing with stress. 
how your stress is still just a very small part of the general equation of everything else in your life. If that makes sense. Not even sure if this is relevant, but it made me think of something therapeutic like. Mm. So there's something that I teach and I, I well, I co-facilitate a DBT class and DBT stands for dialectical behavioral therapy. And one of the things that we teach in there for distress tolerance is wise mind accepts. How can I break this down so I'm not going to spend an hour on this? So the way to break it down simple is, so we have your wise mind, which is a combination of your emotional mind and your rational mind. Rational mind being what I like to call your computer brain, which is more black and white, yes and no, just the facts. What are the facts? Ones and zeros. Yes. And emotional mind is how am I feeling? Oh my gosh, I'm in love with this boy. And all I can think about is my love for this boy. <laughs> I love I love him. I love him, daddy. And I love also, him so much. And not taking in the fact that he may be living in his mother's basement in 35. We're not going to think about that. <laughs> I love we're not him. thinking about the rational. We're thinking about the emotional. I love this guy. Wise mind is putting them both together saying, well, this guy is, a, or uh, I can't use a 35 year old guy in a basement thing. So, but wise mind would be, I like this guy, but he may not be treating me that well. So I need to get rid of him. So, mm. so. Preach. That's. <laughs> so, Preach, preacher. In a nutshell, that's wise mind. I'm pretty sure I may have missed something. I may possibly be back to like redeem myself for that. But wise mind accepts is broken down as an acronym. And so the A stands for activities, C for contributions, the other C comparisons, emotions, pushing away thoughts and sensations. Oh, and so the acronym is the word accepts. Yes, okay. it is accepts. And you're, but you're using your wise mind throughout this. So when you're in the middle of stress, you may use the A, which is activities, which may be video games. Yay! And something else that you said, as far as if you're onto one task, pushing away. And so you're pushing away other things and only choosing to think about this one thing. Mm. So, so do you use like all aspects of this word, like synonyms, or is it just people? different people use different parts of this word? It's whatever works for you. And so, uh, oh, so it's not like an order you have to start with. No, the there's a no and order. Then. And I mean, if video games works for you, then you can use video games. The contribution would be if something as simple as if the three of us are walking out and I'm angry doing a random act of kindness for someone else, like opening a door or or giving a major hot piece of the week. Or that. Yeah. Or something that is really hard to do, but it also counts. Giving a hug to someone that you may not like as much. Yeah. Yeah. As, as hard as it sounds, it could actually do a random act of kindness, if you want to think of it that way. Um, comparisons would be not even if it's with someone else, but with yourself. Looking back in the past at where you and say and where you are today and say, hmm, I've, I've come I've come quite a bit away. Hmm. And you can also do it, you know, comparing from I have a lot more than person X does. And so I need to be grateful for that. Um, emotions. This one's a little bit tricky. It's almost like using opposite emotions. So if you're stressed or if you're unhappy, if you're sad, it's almost forcing yourself to do the opposite action, which would be happy. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you don't if you have some like a case where someone is dealing with like low self-esteem 
you might look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am beautiful. I am confident. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Those type of things. Yeah, opposite, I've heard of things or, like that where you kind of just say the opposite of whatever you feel or you do the opposite of whatever you feel until you trick your mind into believing the thing you've been doing. Oh, yeah. And then you'll kind of come around. Yeah. There's also another one that I'll talk about. Like, we'll we'll, we'll talk about it later, but it's called Half Smile. It's it's really hard to do, but it's really awesome. And it's like you're forcing yourself to smile when you're like royally pissed off. <laughs> Something totally different. Um, where am I at? The P. Pushing away. So that would be pushing away whatever that thought is. That's, and I don't know if that works well when I said earlier, but pushing away would be pushing away that stressful thought mm. for the moment. It doesn't mean that that stressor is gone. It doesn't mean that that distress is gone. It just means for the moment, if Desenia asks you to take the trash out, you're going to push it away so that you're able to take out or take out the trash and then you'll come back later to address it. Or if you got to go to work, right, you got to yeah. go to work or you got to go to school or you got to do your presentation going and you don't date. want that on your mind going on a date. And you don't want to think about, oh, my gosh, I can't think about my dog and how he tore up everything in my book bag while I'm on this date. <laughs> Real personal. Coincidentally, Run Ashley Run does happen to have a dog. And Well, actually, no. If we want to go that far, my cat tore up everything in my binder. Oh. So, oh. I'm just saying. Got him. <laughs> um, where are we at? Thoughts? I had a brain fart. but No, we already did thoughts. We Did I do thoughts? Yes. All right, I did thoughts. Okay, cool. I did thought you guys. So sensations. I like sensations. So that's going to be changing sensations. Um, You can almost do like a bubble bath in lavender. Oh, okay. Um, like and, feel good. candles. And candles. And candy. Candy, if you like. Candy makes me happy. Lotions. Smell good lotions. Just something to soothe you. If you don't have any lotions or can't afford it, you could just go stand in a bath and body works for about 30 minutes and you'll have all of the sensational smells you can take physical touch <laughs> oh yeah wait a minute because you said the magic word i've been waiting to use this thing you got the touch yeah baby you got the power yeah uh that's what I'm talking about. I've been waiting so long for somebody to say the word touch that on this podcast. Nice. I've just been waiting. Oh, boy. I wish I would have known. I got some triggers like that, ladies and gentlemen. I got some secret surprises. Y'all don't even know. I want to I know more words. <laughs> I want to say more words. <laughs> well, you know what? That's that's good junk. That's good junk. We're going to we're gonna take a quick short break for commercials and, you know, uh, what do they call it in radio? For radio syndication? Radio identification. Radio station identification. That's it. We don't have that, but I just felt like saying it because that's what you do when you take breaks. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I, I can't help. I, I don't know. You guys don't listen to the radio? Uh, no? I mean, not that much. What? Is there, are you talking about when they do the... The what I need to come up. They're with always the like, station. "Oh, let me." We uh, right now we're gonna, we're gonna pause for you know station identification, and then they play like the you're listening to ninety nine point seven. Oh, okay, FM. Oh, that, I don't hear them the ever. whiz. Who, who does that before? <laughs> they don't say that before. They no, just, they do it like during like if you're if you come in in the middle, they're like Foxy one hundred and four. They don't. Yeah, say, yeah, yeah. But they don't say we're about to do this. Yeah. They Sometimes do they do. So, like in sports, uh, whatever. I, we'll, we'll I, be, I can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, be, oh my God. we'll be right back after these messages. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone. This is Master Wife here, and I have some really cool information to tell you. 
As you may know, a long time ago, we started this campaign, the Heart Peace Podcast, on Kickstarter. And it was successfully backed by all of you guys at home. And now Kickstarter has invited us to the 5th Annual Kickstarter Film Festival, October 15, 2015, at the Aperture Theater in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. That's right. We're going to be hosting the 9.20 p.m. showing featuring the documentary T-Rex, telling the story of Clarissa T-Rex Shields, who became the first woman to box for gold in 2012 Olympics, Submarine Sandwich, brought to you by the creators of Fresh Guacamole, the stop-motion film, as well as The World of Tomorrow, which won the Sundance Film Festival's grand prize for Best Short Film. Tickets are free, and you can get your tickets at filmfest.kickstarter.com. So come out and support us. If you're in the local area, we'd love to see you in the crowd. Welcome back to the RPS Podcast, where we've been talking about stress and why it's, why it's awful and what we can do to combat it and what kind of stress is good. So, guys, I actually found out some cool, interesting stuff online about stress for just, people who just under- now. Yeah, yeah, like I'm a genie. We just got back. I know. Why are you you fast? I'm cool like that. You I'm fast. the master researcher. You, my yeah, friend, well, well. my friend, run Ashley, run gave me that. That's true. I don't understand why we've never called her master researcher before. It's just for me, it's too many syllables. I mean, yeah, but it's it's a thing. It you is. Know, when I told her we were going camping, do you know how fast she researched everything? <laughs> yes, because she told me everything as well. I'm like, I ain't even going camping. I don't need to know this. There what was you telling so me much. for? So I am I'm not a researcher. I don't even plan things. I just kind of go with how things are. So this one though, my God, master researcher, do you think? I love searching for stuff, but um, generally. When I get stressed, like for a presentation, like I'm doing today, as you're hearing this, um, I don't tend to eat because I'm never really hungry. I always feel really nauseous and I don't know why I'm like really hungry, not hungry. And so I found out that when your body is like sends out those stress hormones, it will actually increase the glucose or blood sugar in your blood. And so your organs are like, you have enough glucose or sugar which is mainly produced from like you eating carbohydrates or other types of food. So your body is like, we already have a high level of food in our body, so you don't need any more. So I guess that's why I'm not hungry. Body lies. Yeah. Body telling them straight lies. And also, that's the reason why you always have to generally have to go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? No, Desenia. Please we, tell us what we, you mean by go. We went go there. Go to the store. We went there. You mean go home? <laughs> Those nervous number twos. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk about nervous poops. Oh, you guys. oh, you they're, went they're there. a thing. They're actually a thing. They're really healthy for you. Actually, they clean you out. So, <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> All right. So, move on until the podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Poop Podcast, starring <laughs> Feces McGee oh and friends. Uh, no. All right. So, we were talking about stress. Uh, this, this back part of things, good Lord. Uh, we were going to talk about how gamers handle stress. We, we have been known to handle stress a little bit differently than the rest because we the best, yo. Take stress to the chest. Don't mess with us. Okay. Yeah. Take stress to the chest. You know, I just like take it, take it and deal with it. You know, put it right in the sternum. Well, your heart is there. You don't want to take it there. There's an ice box where my heart heart used to be. So I just put it in the ice box and it's cool. Get it? It's cool because <laughs> it's oh, in the oh oh it's oh. so bad oh it's so bad. Uh, so the one part of how gamers handle stress is application, 
we will take what we've learned by playing games. Uh, for example, I'll go back to the Smash Bros. competitive thing of, you know, maybe, you know, in real life, you've lost something. Like uh, you, you lost an article, some kind of material, or you didn't get promoted, or, you know, you lost your job or something. Something has happened, you lose, right? Well, if I'm a competitive gamer, eh, losing is part of life, right? And then I get back up, I train hard, then I go back to the next tournament, and then I do good, you know? So maybe I take that application from my competitive gaming, and I put it to my real life, where it says, hey, you know, like the song says, I get no down, I get up again, you know, no problem. Application. Escapism is the other way that gamers tend to deal with stress. And again, there's lots of different branches, but these are the two main ones. Escapism says, my real life sucks. I'm going to go play in the game world because that's more awesome, right? So like, for example, The Sims, Life Simulator. Your sim can be the most successful, biggest house owning, friend surrounded, car driving, bad, awesome person in the block. But in your real life, you're, you know barely paying rent on your apartment and your job sucks and you're always eating ramen and you have no friends and it's like ah so i'm just gonna play the game and be in there and you know everything's cool and it's awesome it's like an episode of sword art online yeah anime yeah it's like sword art online exactly sword sword, sword. i'm sorry hey, it's my sword sword yeah it's my sword but that is a good that that's a good example though i didn't think about that yeah there, yeah. what was it the red they the the girl uh, i can't remember the what? first one or the second one? There was one where it was just like somebody was in there so long and they were neglecting their body. Like they weren't eating and stuff. So they got physically, you know, jacked up. Like, and when they came out of it, they couldn't. Or I think that's what it was because they were all stuck in there for so long. Mm-hmm. By the time they got out, they're all weak and had to be in the hospital. And, you know, because uh, they were just in the game for so long, they neglected everything in real life. But that's, that's well, Sword Online has a, has a plot to it as far as why they did that. But in the real world, that's what we call escapism. Uh, another one is like MMOs. Oh, my God. That's oh, like the on. Matrix. Th- that was like the first, yeah, the the Matrix first one. Be. Actually, the second episode of, or the season of Sword Art Online. Remember the girl? I don't want to give it away, but there was a girl or a character. <laughs> a character. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it, but spoilers. Well, they already know this. There's a character in the story uh, of Sword Art Online where she was afraid of guns. She was afraid to use it in real life. So she thought that oh, if she goes yeah. and escape in this game and becomes more confident within Sword Art Online, yeah. that she would be more confident in real life. By that part of it, it was called Gun Gale Online, I think. But yeah, yeah, yeah to the point where, yeah, so you kind of, ah, it's not catfishing per se, but you kind of make up a different identity for yourself in the game world that you don't translate back to real life. Like you don't take the qualities back to real life. And that's a form of escapism. So the reason that's not so good is it doesn't deal with your real life stress. To your point, she thought in, in Sword Art Online 2 that, okay, if I play this game and I use the guns, then in the real world, I'll be able to do the same thing. But didn't work out that way because she didn't actually deal with the problem, which wasn't really the gun. And I'm not going to spoil it beyond that. But yeah, so that's the idea here. Application and escapism. Uh, you all have played games. You've You've been in stress situations. Uh, what kind of games have you played where you can say, I've been in this situation and this game helped me in this way? Um, and well, I guess for stressful situations, relationship wise, I played a lot of Portal 2. Mm. I played a lot of Portal 2. Hanging out with Cave Johnson and the boys. Yeah. Yeah. Those were some dark times. <laughs> 
but you know what? But it was a, it was a super helpful game, and it was a little bit of escapism. But uh, I I yeah, I, I'd I'd have to say for relationship purposes, for long long distance relationships, Portal Two got me through. Um, I have a lot. Um, for school, I played. I think I got through my second year of grad school. It didn't take me that long, but I played Link Between Worlds, Zelda, and that mm. got me through. Three DS. Three DS. And currently, if I ever remember when I get home, I've been playing Blue Dragon. Ah. Which RPGs? Old school. Yeah, I, I get down with RPGs, but what I'm is that, learning back on uh, Xbox Live. Yeah, it's the 360. But I'm learning that RPGs are probably not the most helpful when it comes to stress for me. Why is that in particular? I, I don't know. I, I actually thought like a, the the kind of free world type play would help me out i don't know it I, could I be that it's an overwhelming thing it's like you can do too much you know so it stresses you out by having too many choices yeah and 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 something compared to like portal where it's a big world but it's pretty cut and dry it's, yeah it's a you, linear path yeah and i think that's why platformers work well for me when i'm stressed so Even though i'm not that great at them but they they really do help me out so you said for Portal, Portal was uh, something that you used as an application for your long-distance relationship. Oh, yes. What, like, what was it from the game that you took and applied to your real-life stressor? Um, you're going to make me really think about this. Or was it kind of like just the concept that, hey, here's a game that we can play together, and the stressor is that we need to spend time together? Yeah, it was more so that we needed to spend time together, and I was working, he was in law school, and so when on earth were we ever going to have time to sit down and talk? Right. And so we pretty much talked and bonded over video games, and so we would melee each other in the game, and that was our form of physical touch. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, and, and I think, yeah, so the latter would probably work for me, but it really was, it was a huge stress reliever huh. while, while he was in New York. Interesting. Absolutely. Yeah, what about uh, what about you, Master Wife? What uh, what you been playing and applying to your to your real life? Well, I don't know if I apply them to my real life, but I just realized yeah. I said applying. Okay. <laughs> when I'm uh, playing games, I like to solve other people's problems. So I huh. like to play like puzzle games, like Professor Layton oh, or okay. those type of puzzle games. <laughs> I didn't. She said solve other people's problems. I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> what? Well, I generally do go towards when I have a lot of stuff to do, and someone says like I need help, I'll generally go help them. Yeah, and that's true. Yeah, do, I guess like what I need to do. Yeah, that is true. Because that's a form of avoidance. Yeah. That's and, the thing that yeah. you well avoidance, but also the thing you mentioned uh, like in part it, one, putting it away. No, the well that, but also the contributions, like a bit of oh, both. Oh, contributions, of that. and it makes yeah. you feel great. Yeah. 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 And that gives you your um, your eustress. Yeah. Because the, the thing about eustress is that you enjoy it, whatever that is. And so you enjoy contributing to help someone out. Interesting. Yeah, and I think accomplishing those puzzles, like when I'm not feeling as confident when I'm dealing with things at work, I'll go and play these games and I'll do really well and it'll be something I've accomplished. It'll make me feel more confident once I'm off the game let me tell you let me tell you listen to something listen listen up listen up real quick okay i just learned i always knew that master wife was into the puzzle games i knew she was good at them okay don't ask me while i'm talking like this just just deal with it just let me do it okay i knew she was good at the puzzle games i knew she liked the puzzle games she liked to play the puzzle games but i didn't really know why 
And I just figured out, I just, I just learned this about my wife. I'm just telling you, okay? I just learned why she likes to play the puzzle games. It's because she likes to help people when she's feeling stressed out. She says, hey, listen, I've got this great brain. If I don't feel too good in this particular area, I'm going to use my brain to help other people feel, feel good. So she plays the puzzle game because she really wants to help out Professor Layton with his problems. She says, Layton, Herschel, listen, I got you, okay? This puzzle, I know, you, I know Luke's your boy, but he's a boy, okay? You need a grown woman to help you through this problem, Herschel. Okay, I got you. Let's do this, all right? And you, you've been playing, uh, what's this other game you've gotten recently that's a puzzle game? Uh, uh, puzzle um, the mouse Agent? Trap. Oh, yeah, Puzzle Agent is another game. It's hard. That that game is really hard. It's on. It's a Steam <laughs> game. Yeah, it's Puzzle Agent and Puzzle Agent 2. I've only gotten through, like, two puzzles, and I failed both of them. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> you learn. You get back up again. Get, you learn from your mistakes. I get no down. But it's, it's not so much about the winning it, it, as, as much as you actually going through the actions. Yeah, yeah. So that I, I can I get that. And it's not like you're going to stop playing. You're not a me. No. That, that's me. <laughs> no. When something's really difficult and it's a game, I get really angry and I have a lot of distress and I flip tables. But you'll come back to it <laughs> once in a while. Or you'll go reach out for help. Like we should when we're stressed sometimes. Actually, and you know what? That's true because Desenia and I, if I'm going through something in a game mm. and I'm about to flip a table over, Desenia is normally there to contribute and help. Not bad. Yeah, and games I don't play. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know if we need to get into all I, that. No, uh, I don't like platforms. Oh, boy. No, I was just going to say how it, it causes me stress. So. Oh, jeez. And I don't like them even more when Master Joe is there. Oh, God. Because it causes me more stress oh, when he's boy. yelling in the background. Oh, boy. So this is, and you know what? But you know what? I can totally add to that. What was this about four years ago? If you guys go, and I don't even know if it's on the YouTube channel or not. On the YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I meant yours. That's if it's on the YouTube. If it's on your YouTube channel, because there was so Decenia and I were streaming, and I, I uh, what was it, Mario? Was it Mario Tennis? I don't know what it was, but Decenia and oh. I were streaming, and both of our. I don't even know. Y'all weren't even married then. So it was like both of our boyfriends. My boyfriend was on the stream and Joseph was in the room and they were both giving us stress. And we were just like, can we continue to lose at this game because there was so much stress. So what started out as you stress with two great friends bonding on such an awesome game, getting all of this great euphoria from this game. We have these two boyfriends who just came in and gave us all of this distress and we did just we didn't even have the coping skills to gather so we just continued to lose <laughs> so the moral of the story is boy suck that is the moral of the story Stop backseat game don't backseat game hey listen no don't backseat, backseat game seat. don't backseat game cannot stress it enough <laughs> there Please. were it was so difficult they were playing mario tennis is that what it, it was mario tennis they were playing mario tennis and you, you guys couldn't figure out the different types of hits so we were, you push A to top, top spin and B to slice and then A and B together for a power shot. And then if you're serving this way, make sure you serve on the left and then pull into the right. And we, 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 we have a problem with timing. Walk it to your left. That's really what it is. We, we have a problem with timing. So. And kick with it. But we can play musical instruments and dance. I don't understand. I don't, yeah. it's, I, a, it's, I don't. it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a long and complicated 
All right, so we don't even have enough time on. on we really on the don't. Podcast well, for that. Welcome to the. I don't even know what to call that podcast. Podcast uh, with your host. Uh, shoot, people. Uh, so the people's podcast with the people's podcast MP. starring the Rock Wayne Johnson. Uh, we have, or I was gonna say one of the one of the games that I do. Well, it's not really one particular game, but when I have problems, like I said, guys, the way we think, the way we operate, one antenna, one thought you know that's it at a time boom bam deal with it next thing so when i think about how to deal with my problems a lot of times a effective thing for me will be is kind of make a mental list of what i have going on and then check through it and if i have time to do that it works out pretty good most times and that con oh, excuse me that concept for me comes from video games you know it's like uh, i'll use ocarina of time as an example the the bigoron sword quest oh you need you know this mushroom and then, then I'll, you know, then you can do the next thing. Okay. I go to the forest and get the mushroom. Okay. Now you need this thing from the lake. Okay. Go down there, get the little thing from the frog guy, go back. Okay. Now you need this. Okay. I go there, get this. And then you get the book around. So, and so it's like this really linear, you know, step-by-step kind of thing that I do. And I've taken that out of games like that and, you know, other linear type games where they're kind of walking you through a thing and it'll be like, Hey, just do this in this list and everything will be good. And I drive Master Joe crazy when I play the same game that he's already played because I, I am not Wait. I am Wait. not linear at what? all. What are you doing? Why you do this? I'm just saying I am not linear whatsoever. This? I go and do like different things before I get like where I need to go. And he's like, "Why you didn't just go and do this?" And I'm like, "Because I'm doing the other things. Like, why not?" But it's things like it's i can't even give an example but it's things that like either will put you too far ahead without a thing you need to have or like you just completely well anyway but that's the fun that's like the you fun you can just figure it out and you explore and you go it gives back. me stress it gives me stress watching you ruin your life and i think if anything it's probably just <laughs> fun to run around and be free because it's not so much it's not like mario kart when you turn around and go the wrong way and then you have someone literally throw you off track and say wrong way <laughs> you figured out on your own it's a lot more peaceful look <laughs> kudu cloud boys out yeah. here uh but yeah that, that's kind of the way that i'll operate in in the game world trying to apply something i've taken out of a game to real life keep things manageable it's the way to go so we talked about how gamers handle stress hold up, hold up. i feel like we both had another one. Oh, hold up hold up hold up all right um, I was going to say, yeah, so Master Joe. <laughs> what is this? The Master Joe. Roast them now. Air dry show. <laughs> no, I was going to say that sometimes Master Joe don't pick the right games for his types of stress. Like Splatoon. I was going to, I want, you know what? You know what? I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. But I got that on the next part okay. that we're going to get to we'll, eventually. We'll, we'll get to that in a I, second. I, I, I got it. I got it. Well, okay. <laughs> I, I wasn't I wasn't going to put anyone on blast. I, I was just going to. No, Master Joe blast off show right now. Okay. <laughs> well, two things. Because I was going to say one. Well, I don't know. Is this the right time for me to say this too? So I, well, I don't know. I'll figure uh, it out. I don't know. So one of my kids is a gamer. You've got kids? I, I call the kids I work with my kids. <laughs> I have zero I have a I have fur babies. Peter Pan's got kids. Gross. I'm not Peter Pan. <laughs> Although I do like green dresses. Shout out to Hook. 
Long live Robin Williams. Hey. Okay. Um, so I do. <laughs> one of my kids that I work with is a gamer. And one of the games that we found that works for him when he's stressed or angry is Fruit Ninja. Now, I'm not quite oh, sure what, other than the fact that it stabilizes his mood and decreases his anxiety, I'm not quite sure what he takes from it because he'll go into the Zen mode and just kind of he wipes the, the fruit away. But I guess from a more mindfulness, I, I got to take everything to like a therapy yoga. kind of standpoint. <laughs> well, no, well, and, and yoga goes from a mindfulness standpoint too, but it's being able to focus your mind on one thought at a time. And it's kind of like what you do with Fruit Ninja. So you have your, the, the I'm going to make this like a little symbolism. So the fruits are all of your little lovely thoughts that come through. And you acknowledge that thought or you acknowledge that fruit on the screen and you allow it to go away. You chop it. And so as it's off the screen, that thought is no longer in your head. You just allow it to move freely. It's like if you're looking at a river and you have the nice little tree petals that are going past and that one little tree petal, tree petal. Nobody was going to correct me. <laughs> Leaf. <laughs> I mean, I just wanted you to finish your story. I didn't want to interrupt you. It just yeah, sounds so, so beautiful. Yeah, I, I was going to start whistling in I'm the background. <laughs> like. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you have these little leaves that are on a river, right? And these leaves are your thoughts or the fruits, whichever one works best for you. And as they float down the river, you are paying attention to this one part of the river. And as that leaf is out of your vision, you let it go. And that's your thought. You let it go. And so... Oh, I, I, I have little read-alongs that I could do. So if you ever want me to start recording any of these, I totally can. I've been told that my voice is great for this. Do you, if you guys write us in to the heartbeatspodcast.com. I'll content. do it. I have a new idea. We're gonna and, have and we'll like, see about that idea. We're going to have like listening tapes, like smoothing listening tapes for like video gamers. I don't know. <laughs> oh, don't they have? Um, and they, so. They have things like that because I've watched someone speed run me, uh, Super Meat Boy and this dude was actually in, I think he was French, and he kept whispering into the mic, and I'm probably gonna say it wrong, but he was like, "Asamir," <laughs> and it was a late, and no, and it was a woman who Sadly was y'all. It was a woman who was massaging a cat and whispering, and it actually got him through the speed run. I can't make it up. I promise you it's on YouTube. What? It's on the YouTube. Frenchman whispers, and he was like, "Asamir." Somebody yeah. tell me what it means. Okay, I think it's like it. It, it may Crepes even be A S M R. But he was like ASMR. French crepes. Sacré bleu. Omelette du fromage. Omelette du fromage. Omelette du. If you get that reference, if you get that reference, you were a cool kid. Yes, you were. You, a you cool had a great kid. childhood if you get that. Oh, you didn't understand it. Ah oh, man out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been out. I've been out. Well, that's I, that's a pretty good segue into the games that relieve stress portion of things. So we've got Fruit Ninja, which incidentally enough, I feel like makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Uh, I think you know, in in that realm, one of my games. Well, there's. Well, let me break it down this way because there's four different types of categories of games that we recommend from the Harpies podcast that you should play if you're stressed out, and it's in these four categories. All right. So the first one is your music slash dance slash rhythm games. Okay. Uh, musical games, whatever we're calling that. That's like 
uh, Rhythm Heaven, Just Just Dance, Rock Band, stuff like that. Uh, we'll get into why on in a little bit in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, competitive games, okay? That goes without saying. Uh, creative games, things like uh, Minecraft, Sims. Super Mario Maker. Yeah, Super Mario Maker is a great one. Uh, and then the last one is non-combative games. So games where you're not trying to kill stuff. Portal. Uh, Portal. Well. You don't really kill. Uh, yeah, are we companion cube? Are we? It, it could be. I mean, puzzle games. Uh, uh, I was thinking more along the lines of like Animal Crossing. Or there's a new game that just came out on uh, There's another Animal Crossing. PS4 called Grow Home. Oh. Which is, you don't, you just grow stuff. It's weird. You, oh. you literally just like grow a planet. So Harvest Moon. Harvest Moon, non-combative. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that's not really a creative game and that you don't get to just do whatever you want, but it is a non-combative game that you, you create can kind of just watermelons. do whatever. Harvest Moon is great. That's a great you game. You create this spinach. So in the music games, the reason why those are good, particularly uh, music and dance games, I'll say, is because you have to use some kind of exertion of physical uh, of your physical self to get it done. One of the best like non-gaming ways to alleviate stress is through physical activity. Uh, things like working out, playing a sport, doing some kind of thing that makes your body like exert all of the pressure in this really physical way. Activities. Activities. Yeah. Yeah. From from except activities. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. when you're playing rock band, for example. If you're, you know, strumming on the guitar, you know, you're using your muscles in your arms and stuff. If you're singing, you know, you're belting out the John Bon Jovi and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And you're kind of exerting all of that that pressure that you have on you. Uh, just dance. You're using your full body. You know, you're moving around. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone at home, Ashley is like, she's, like, things, she's like, like <laughs> she's motivating me, I guess. Or she's like. <laughs> I'm 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 just waving my hands, you guys, because <laughs> I'm thinking of all of these wonderful music games that work. And while I have the mic here, I'm gonna say it because I was thinking of BDR. And I'm oh, hor- BDR is great. I fail every time, but it feels great when I do it. It really does. That's what she said. What is that game from Magfest that we always play? Where you, uh, you you slap the little the little uh, rhythm pads like when the note comes up. It's like playing drums when you playing it with your hands. It's like a oh, Japanese oh, game. Oh yeah, yeah. It's well, there's Taiko Drum Master. That's probably the one you're thinking about. Probably. It's got like the sticks. That's also good. But yeah, it's like these these those physical type rhythm games are great. Stuff yeah. like not like Amplitude, which is one you just play you know at home with the console and you just move the stick left and right to be where you need to be. But yeah. like ones where you got to physically do something. Yeah. And I think that exercise is known to increase your endorphins, which are like feel good and like neural hormones. Mm-hmm. Same type of stuff you get from hugs, chocolate. Yeah, a runner's high, a rousing of tennis, a nature hike, looking out at nature, being outdoors. Those can cause you stress relief. If that doesn't work for you, I understand. Also, it's like meditation in motion because you're kind of focusing on the item in hand. And meditation doesn't necessarily have to be like you're sitting down and you're saying the common La le lu le lo, um, la le lu. Um, <laughs> and there are actually different ones other than om. Yeah, there's music <laughs> meditation. There's all kinds of different meditation. We should start a there's, class. There's crystal video waters game meditation. La da di la di dao la di di la da. She stands on top of the money. Yeah, and it, wow. <laughs> and That's what it, she sounds like. Sorry. And it just improves your your mood. You know types of moving around and moving around can actually help you sleep better too yes it's true and good sleep is very important for alleviating stress 
I was also going to add one thing to that. So if you're like me, sometimes when I get stressed or anxious, my heart beats super fast, my hands get sweaty, and I get a little shaky. And so one thing that games that keep you in motion do is it allows you to catch up with your heartbeat. So if you're doing something like the old school Nintendo game, which I know is not music related, but if you're doing the remember the, the old, track game, the track game, yeah, the, the yeah. track track mania something. I forget. So if you're not doing track mania, that's, that's I, not it. Track mania is not it, but that does it. sound cool. So <laughs> if you're doing something like DDR or any game that's, I can't think of any other ones. I always I go to I love DDR and I'm horrible at it, <laughs> but. Or, or anything on the Wii Fit. Yeah. But the, the the point is, is that it allows you to catch up. It, oh, I can't. I'm, I, at the moment, I think I'm experiencing a little bit of eustress because I just got overly <laughs> excited. <laughs> <laughs> Real life example, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> happened right here. Right here for your, for your very much enjoyment. Uh, yeah. You're on the Hoppies podcast. But apparently, apparently. See now I'm like I am I'm like I'm I am there I am really excited. She gone, boy. She's gone. <laughs> but it allows you to essentially you're catching up with your heart rate, and so if you're running or if you're doing the the dancing, you're catching up to your heart. The dancing, ladies and gentlemen. The, the dancing, dancing. The YouTube. The James. The James. <laughs> oh, I... The James is in uh he's overseas right now. Shout out to the James. The James. He's Indeed. Our friend. The James is one of our good friends. Yes. Tabletop friends. So music and dance games. Yes. Uh, the next one is competitive games. So I have an asterisk by this one. And the reason being is, is this. As we, as Master Wife. Wrong. Alluded to earlier. Uh, competitive games can be very helpful in that if you've gone through a really stressful day, say you're really stressed out about work. People have just been beating you up at work. They've been saying you have been doing a good job and, you know, oh, you got to perform better. Maybe you had like your, you know, annual quarterly review or whatever and it wasn't so good, right? And you're just like, ah, oh, oh, this, this is awful. This sucks. Grr, I need to relieve some stress. And you get that feeling where like you're stressed out, but you're also angry and like you want to like punch something or you know and it's just like i'm so upset so you kind of have to take that out on something right and what you choose to take it out on can be very uh you know could depend on what you what you're doing hopefully you're into kickboxing or something like that uh don't take it out on people but competitive games are a great way to alleviate that combination of stress and frustration in that if you're good at competitive games sometimes all you want to do is win like i just want to win today i feel like i've been losing all day i just want to win i want to win something you know uh so you might play smash bros you might play splatoon you might play whatever kind of competitive game uh league of legends uh counter-strike you know what have you hearthstone and you just want to win, you know, you want to be successful. And if you can do that, then it will help you to feel good, kind of relax, say, okay, I, you know, I got something today and you're good. However, the asterisk is this, in that if you start to lose <laughs> or you continue to get beat up and you continue to lose, then it can actually serve to double the amount of frustration, if not, you know, exponentially increase it to where you just get into the meanest funk. So you have to be knowledgeable to say, hey, if I get in there, I win a couple games, and I'm good, okay. But if I get in there and I start losing, I need to quit while I'm ahead, do something else. Because you're just going to get further and further down the rabbit hole. And you also have to be mindful of trolls. Yes. Be mindful of your own emotions. Yes. And if you, at the moment, are at a level 10 and you cannot handle 
the occasional troll or two that you may come across. That you will come across. Then you may want to choose another game. Absolutely. And if you're going to do competitive, I would stick to games where you are like like Smash Bros. Smash Bros. is great because it's a single game. It's not something you do with anybody. It's really just up to you. So no one else can affect your success. You know what I mean? Like you're playing League of Legends and you've got four awful teammates and a team of five. Well, what are you going to do? Of course you're going to lose. So if you if you can find a game you can play by yourself, Street Fighter, you know, something like that, then I would stick to those types of games. Marvel Unless versus Capcom. Marvel versus Capcom. Unless you have a group of buddies and you can all be on at the same time. That's also a great way to alleviate stress is playing with friends. So. But you can't do that with Splatoon. Nah. Kind of. Not so much. <laughs> so, yeah, competitive games. I like it, Splatoon, though. It, yeah, Splatoon's great uh, in, that, in, that, in that realm. Uh, creative games. So you got another asterisk on this one. Uh, in moderation. If you play a creative game when you're stressed out too much, you start to get into the realm of escapism. Uh, so we talked about Mario Maker before. Mm-hmm. Mario Maker is a great example. If you're stressed out from a long day, you just kind of want to mellow out for a second, get a little creative, make something, kind of do whatever you want. Some of the stress in life is, is generated because we have these um, limitations or these these demands that are put on us, right? We don't put them there. Other people put them there or other situations put them there. So Sometimes having control over what, you, what you're doing is a great way to alleviate stress. Like you have full control over what you do in Minecraft or Mario Maker or any of these compet- uh, creative games. Uh, SimCity. You Terraria. can do whatever you want. Yeah, Terraria is a really great one as well. So you can go in there and kind of de-stress that way by having the option and choice to do literally whatever you want. However, you stay in there too long and you start to get into escapism. You start to actually defeat the purpose of dealing with your actual stress by staying, you know, in the the program too long. You got to come out eventually to deal with real life. So, can't stay in there forever. Mm-hmm. Got to know when to leave. Uh, and then the last one, non-combative games. These are great. These are great because they are low stress to begin with. You know, it's not intense in the fact that you have to fight something. So there's no aggressiveness that's built into the game. It's always just this really mellow kind of slice of life type thing going on. We mentioned Harvest Moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gr- grow some crops, sell them at the sell them at the store. You know that's literally all you do in Harvest Moon. Yeah, there's also the new. I Go don't know fishing. if it's new, but Grow Home that's on the PlayStation mm-hmm. Four store, and it's basically a game where you're a robot and you're trying to build these vines to. Go home or grow home. <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's it's that's basically it. And you just keep growing this plant as much as you can. I mean, it is stressful when you're about to fall like thirty thousand feet. But uh, yeah, imagine Jack and know. the Beanstalk. It's kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that you um you just grow this really tall, massive stalk, and you can fall all the way to the bottom, and then you got to climb all the way back up. <laughs> they have some warp points though, so it kind of alleviates. There. Okay, it's not bad. Yeah, it's if not bad. If you find them. Well, yes, if you find them. If you find them, yeah. yeah. So those types of games. If if you all have particular games that, you know, we haven't mentioned that you think are really good for alleviating stress, uh, I would, you know, definitely pull those in. Sometimes it could just be a music-related type game where it may not be, like, within this subset, but the music in the game <gasps> is so good. Kirby's Epic Yarn. There you go. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that music is amazing. Yeah, that is good. Like sometimes when I do my work at night, and I really am not great at doing work at night, I'll just put on the music from Kirby's Epic Yarn. Yeah. It's unforgettable to me. I love it. For me, that's um Donkey Kong Country. 
Oh, like Donkey Kong Country and Donkey Kong Country Two. Any of the underwater levels. Yep. Any of them. Aquatic ambience. I'll just play the the music for it in the background. Mm-hmm. Really freaking soothing. Ah, uh, let me see. Oh, The Sims. The Sims, oh, like man. the neighborhood music Timeless. and the yeah. The menu when the you're build building. Music? Yeah. Yes. Yes. The build music from The oh, Sims. Oh gosh. The original one, right? Like oh, the, but the only, first one. Yeah, only that one. So good. Oh, my goodness. So music. Yeah, music is a, is a great de-stressor as well. Absolutely. Classical, of course, is is really good, but you could probably find some uh, video game music to listen to to kind of de-stress with. Mm-hmm. I like the... Uh, you sent me one earlier of oh, a guy. It was jazz, but it was... Tri- uh, well, specifically... It was the Great Fairy Fountain theme yeah. that he was playing, but it was, yeah, like all jazzed out on mm-hmm. keys. And oh, it was awesome. I'm gonna listen to that a little bit later. It's so good, yeah. so good. Disney, so. what are you listening to? What do you listen to, game wise? Or is there anything as Because you're more of a lyrical person. I think Joe and I are more instrumental. Yeah, you do. You are about your yeah, words. Y'all are more instrumental. But uh, when I feel like fighting something, I'll listen to like Zelda Sympathy, the new one mm. that okay. came out. Um, what's that one song? It's the Dark World theme of Link to the Past. Like, I love it when the orchestra is playing. Like, oh gosh. I like that one too. It's good. So yeah, that's like I mean it fits with classical sort of. It's being played by an orchestra. That's pretty yeah, good. no, that counts. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, I mean it's lots of different ways you can de-stress. I hope this episode has helped some of you out there in your stress situations. Life's gonna be pretty daggone stressful sometimes, but you know you don't have to go through it alone. You know we've got no. the podcast here. If you have uh, a situation you're stressed out about and you just you don't have outlets, like we're we're really fortunate because you know I have Master Wife, we have Run Ashley Run, we've got people here that we can all kind of like de-stress with and, and talk about our situations. If you don't have anybody like that, send us some mail, man. So it's just go to heartbeatspodcast.com slash contact, write us an email, tell us about your situation. We'll get back to you. Yeah. And uh, if you want, you know, leave us a little note in there. And you, maybe we'll just answer your question uh, on the podcast on the next episode or something like that. So or if you just feel like you need a little bit of help with what kind, what kind of things can i use to help chill me out when i get super stressed yeah like in your unique situation yeah you know maybe you don't have access to all of these games we mentioned but maybe you do have access to something else and if can... you have access to the youtube i may be able to help you <laughs> this episode has been brought to you by the youtube the youtube <laughs> not to be uh, confused with youtube <laughs> this is the YouTube. Yes. Uh, but word, that's our episode. So thank you all for listening so much. Uh, as usual, you can listen to the Heartbeats Podcast on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, on iTunes, or at heartbeatspodcast.com. Hey, listen, if you listen on iTunes, <laughs> hey, listen, if you listen, uh, shoot us a review on iTunes. It really does help out a lot, and we like to read those things when we get them. So definitely put a review in for iTunes. I think we're just going to like hold everybody hostage and, mm-hmm. and tell them, hey, everybody hey, gives- hey. Hey, you, you, write a review on iTunes. <laughs> Do it now. Uh, yeah, so we can get some more reviews there. Help us out a bit. Uh, things coming up that we definitely want you all to be aware of. We know we put it in one of the commercials today, but Master Wife and I will be going to the Aperture Theater in Winston-Salem on October 15th to host part of the 5th uh, Annual Kickstarter Film Festival. 
which is pretty daggone awesome. As you know, this podcast started off uh, as a Kickstarter, and it was essentially kickstarted by the lovely folks in our Hall of Fame section on our website. Thanks to all of you beautiful backers. Uh, and so thanks to you guys, we were able to kick off this uh, podcast. And Kickstarter sent us an email and said, hey, since your you know, campaign was successful, we want you to come and host uh, this you know, kind of film festival that we're having for Kickstarter films. So we're going to go do that. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we'll take some pictures and, and you know, be sure to share for you guys that can't make it. If you are in the area... Uh, local, you know, North Carolina area, and you can make it to Winston-Salem that day. The tickets are free. Uh, we'll be hosting the 920 showing of the event, so you can come out and support the homies, to support the Heartpiece fam uh, by seeing us there. That'd be awesome. So definitely, definitely do that. And I think that's all I've got. Let me see. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> let me also say this. Master Wife, for the first time today, we brought this up in another episode, but the first time today, Master Wife, has tried a prune, and she does not like them. I so, didn't say I didn't like them. Well, she said, said one the, time. She said one time that she was going to make prune cookies. Yes, oh, but I'm yeah. still gonna make them. I'm still gonna process them. Do you hear the emotion? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't like the. I, I don't mind the taste. I just don't like the texture of it. But they are really good at molding different cookies together. So therefore. If you want to help the alternative to like using flour, you can use prunes process in a machine. Yeah. Delicious. Mix it up. Delicious. I mean, good for your bowels. They are. They're they're good for your bowels. They're a good source of fiber, but I just think they're super tasty. I mean, you just eat them like raisins. I mean, I do. They're Uh, like giant mutant raisins. You eat them like giant raisins (laughs) then. They're all like apricots or something. Am I? I must be alone in this. Teenage I'm, mutant giant raisins. Teenage <laughs> mutant giant raisins. Teenage mutant they all do giant the same raisins. Thing. Prune juice in a pouch. Yeah, prune juice power. Please, someone comment. <laughs> I need to know that I'm not alone. We gotta get out of here. Listen, folks. Up until next time. Peace out, heart pieces. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You didn't think we were gonna end with that, huh? <laughs> <Whee>! <laughs> Okay, play the real music.